Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. All right, praise God. Uh, I'd like to welcome everyone tonight, and I trust that we're going to have a good time as we study on the subject of faith. Faith in God's Word, faith that produces results, and I'm excited for all those who are tuned in from around the world. Let's pray. Father, thank you because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive, and together faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. I pray that light and understanding will come forth in and through your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Alright, so tonight we are going to continue with our subject on faith that works, or faith that produces results. I'd like to put it this way, faith that produces results. You see, God has ordained that our faith should produce. I'll repeat that again. God has ordained that our faith should produce results. You see, one of the things we saw yesterday was the fact that God has ordained that everything we have in life comes as a result of our faith in Him. So faith is the supernatural currency by which we take delivery of the things that grace has made available. I'll repeat that again. Faith is the supernatural currency by which we take delivery of the things that God has made available. What that means is faith takes or faith possesses what grace has made available. I'll repeat that again. Faith possesses or faith takes what grace has made available. So we receive by faith in God and in His Word what He has already made available. So when I'm in faith, I'm not... I'm, now pay attention to this because people miss this all the time. I'm not in faith so God can do something. I'm in faith to receive what he has done. Everything that you're trusting God for is a done deal. And people need to approach faith with the subject. You know, it's almost like, you know, I'm getting into faith. You know, once my faith is strong enough, then God is going to do it. God is not going to do it. God has done it. My faith is what brings it into manifestation. Praise God. Alright, let's get back to... Mark 11, we're in Mark 11 yesterday, Mark 11, 23, and um, 20 to 23. Thank you, Lord. Mark chapter 11, and if you didn't follow us yesterday, you could contact uh, Reverend Ifode for the audio messages. We've got the audio messages available, so take a hold of that, and, and you can catch up with what we're doing tonight. All right. Mark chapter 11, we'll go back to verse 20. So we, we, we realize and we know the story. Um, Jesus wanted fig from the fig trees. And there was no fruit. So he spoke words. Okay? He spoke words. And yesterday we emphasized very importantly that the faith that works is a speaking faith. <laughs> Praise God. The faith that works is a speaking faith. Uh, many people don't say the right things. And they want their life to end up right. You know, I was talking to 
my wife a few days ago and I, and I told her, I said, you know, people believe God for jobs, right? People say, well, I'm trusting God for jobs. I'm trusting God to be able to get a job. And then the next conversation they are having is you can't get any job in Nigeria if you don't know anybody. You can't get any job. And I'm like, what are you believing? Are you believing that reality or are you believing what the Word of God says? What does the word of God say? It says, favor will surround you as with a shield. Oh, I don't know anybody to help me. You don't need to know anybody. You know God. God is enough. I have never in my life gone into places or gone into situations where I believe that if I don't know someone, something will not work for me. I have never believed that. I don't know how well people say, well, it's because you're a pastor. But I've gone to places, applied for visa interviews, gone to nations, I've gone to nations, do meetings in nations where, I mean, maybe I have one contact person, as it were, but then doors began to open, things began to open, and people say, oh, you can't get this done in this nation if you don't know this person, and the glory of God and the power of God and the manifestation of God goes into effect. Praise God. So it's important for us to understand that you as a child of God needs to know, oh I hear this strong in my spirit. As a child of God, you need to know faith in God is enough. Glory to God. Faith in God is enough. Say that after me. Say my faith. Say that after me. Say my faith in God is enough to get the results I need. Let's, let's say that loud and clear. Say, my faith in God is enough to get the results I need. I like the sound of that. Let's say it one more time. Say, my faith in God is enough to get the results I need. So, if you want to excel in faith, you must guard your conversations. You must guard your conversations. You know, something happened to me the other day. I was traveling and certain incidents came up and all of that. And I was telling myself, well, this has never happened in a long while. And, 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 and you know, the Holy Spirit down, deep down inside of me began to remind me the power of your words, the power of your confession, the power of your belief, what you're trusting God for. If, listen to me carefully. Listen and don't miss this. If you've built your faith long enough, there are no jokes in the realm of the Spirit. I'll repeat that again. If you've built your faith long enough, there are no jokes in the realm of the Spirit. Every word you say counts. In fact, the scripture says, would give account of every idle word that we speak. Inoperative words. Inoperative words. If you would have a bright future, you must have the right words. If you would have a bright future, you must have the right words. There are things you must never say in your life. There are things you must never speak in your life. You must make sure that your words are consistent with the written word. The written word is God's guide for the believer's victorious life. Glory to God. The reading word, the reading word is God's guide for the believer's victorious living. If I have the reading word, I have my guide for living. Glory to God. Let's get into the word. So Mark 11, 1 verse 20. As they were passing in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Oh, so it started from the roots. Being reminded, Peter said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cost has withered. And Jesus answered, saying to them, have faith in God. And we dealt with this. We said, you know, 
have faith in God is the same thing as saying have the God kind of faith. But if it's, um, since it's today in the New Testament, Jesus is dead, resurrected, praise God. There is, uh, I mean, there's nothing like saying have faith in God. It's more like saying you already have the faith of God on the inside of you. Because when we got born again, praise God, Jesus dealt to every man the measure of faith. I said that you should confess that yesterday. Well, it wouldn't do us any harm to confess it again today. Say after me, say, I have the measure of faith. Say it one more time. Say, I have the measure of faith. And that measure of faith can give you Whatever victory you need in life, praise God. Alright, so he says, And Jesus answered, saying to them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, But taken up and cast into the sea, And does not doubt in his heart, But believes that what he says is going to happen, It will be granted him. Glory to God. If we believe that what we say, It's going to happen, The Bible says it will be granted us. Why will it be granted us? Because that's a law in the spirit. That's a law in the spirit. The law of words. Spoken words. Spoken words. You know, the Lord at the early stage of my work with God, especially when it comes to the word of faith, uh, dealt with me very strongly along the lines of confession. Dealt with me very strongly along the lines of confession. And you know, uh, when we got married, myself and my wife, very early, we, we began to practice this. We began to correct each other where confession, confession is concerned. We began to correct each other where, con- where confession is concerned. And um, what happened is, when, when she said something we didn't want, I will say, well, that's, that's going to come to pass. And then she goes, no, 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 I don't want that to come to pass. And I said, well, and when I, when I say the same, when I say something else that was not in line with the word, she says that. And over the time, we have trained ourselves. We have trained ourselves to get the word of victory in our lips. I'll say this. Do not collaborate with the devil to ruin your life. What do I mean by that? Don't say words that are destructive. Don't say words that would... Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Let's pray in the Spirit for a moment. I feel the word of the Lord in my spirit where this is concerned. But so many of my children say what the enemies say. And they refuse to say what I say. And they expect me to give them victory. But if you would say what I've told you to say, then Jesus, Jesus, who serves as your advocate, will stand for you, 
would fight for you, would give you the victory. There is no situation that's unsurmountable. There is no sickness that cannot be cured. And there is no trial you're going through that you cannot overcome. The victory is not far from you, said the Lord. The victory is in your lips. Oh, glory to God. The victory is in your lips. Father, we thank you. We, we receive that. We make that adjustment in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the Spirit of God, we decree and declare that we say the right words in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's go ahead and see this. Uh, verse 23. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted him. So there is, uh, when he says it will be granted him, it means he's already available. So the answer to your problem is already available. Jesus has made the provisions. You know, many times people say, well, this faith thing, I don't understand it. Well, if you don't understand it, learn it. <laughs> you, know, you know, sometimes, I, I, I was thinking today, I was like, many people don't really want solutions to their problem. They really, they, they want solutions. Well, well, let me put it this way. Many people want solutions to their problem, but they don't want to get, they don't want to do what it requires to get solutions to their problem. People just say, you know, God is all powerful, all he needs to do, I need this, let him just throw it to me. No. There's, there's, there's a labor, a labor of the word, labor of faith. I just told you how when we started, we began to walk on our confession. It wasn't comfortable. In, in fact, for me, who was like, you know, I'm the man of the house. You know, whenever she says something out of order, out of the word, I mean, praise God. We, I, I was quick to say, hey, hey, that's not in the word. You know, that's not in the word. And she made that adjustment. But when I said something, and she tries to correct me. Then I'm, I'll be like, eh, no, I, I don't really mean it. I was just joking. But you see, you see, my pride as a man was standing in the way of my confession. I was not agreeing that I was making wrong confessions because I'm a man. And that's the problem with people. They need to get solutions to their problem. And there is a prescribed way to go about it by the word of God. But they don't want that. They don't want that. They want it in the easy way. For instance, how many people want victory and confess defeat? And somebody says, your faith is not working. Your faith wasn't designed to work to produce defeat for you. Your faith was designed to work to produce victory for you. And if you want to get victory, then get in faith. Praise God. Then say the right words. Then do what Jesus said you should do. What did he say you should do? Jesus said, speak to the mountain. Don't complain about it. Don't describe it. Don't analyze it. Speak to it. Stop to it. And what should you say to it? Tell it to go. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Praise God. Tell it to go. Call the money in. Praise God. Call the resources in. Call the people in. Call the doors to be open. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory to God. This is good. Verse 24. Therefore I say to you all things for which you pray and ask, believe, Believe that you have received them and they will be granted you. Believe that you have received them and they will be granted you. Believe that you have received them and they will be granted you. What does this mean? The faith that works is the faith that believes that he has received. I'll say that again. The faith that works is the faith that believes that he or she 
has received. Not will, but have. I have it already. It's mine. The healing is mine. The resources is mine. The open doors are mine. You see, faith is not hope. Hope is I'm going to get it. Faith is I have it. Praise God. Faith is not hope. Faith is I'm going to get it. Hope says I will get it one of these days. Faith says no, I already have it. Praise the name of the Lord. I already have it. Faith is not trusting that God will do it. Faith is believing that God has done it. I'll repeat that again. Faith is not God will do it. Faith is God has done it. And that's important. Hope is God will do it. Faith is God has done it. Look at what the Bible says. It says, Whoever says to the mountain, Be taken up and cast into the sea, And does not doubt in his heart, But believes that what he says is going to happen, It will be granted him. Therefore I say to you, All things for which you pray and ask, Believe that you have received them, And they will be granted. So you believe. It says, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. What that means is, in the operations of faith, you already believe that you have it. Let me give you an example. Um, I, I pastor a church and I've got, I've got staff working with me. We work together to make sure the church is well run. Now, my staff has been with me for maybe for some time. Let's say two years, Okay. They at least trust me. If I tell my staff, I'll give you a raise, okay, by December. I'll give you 20% raise by December, okay? If I tell my staff, I'll give you 20% raise by December. They trust me, okay? So, they would would probably go ahead and plan with the 20% raise in mind. So let's say my staff is earning um, XYZ and the 20% raise is Z, ZM. What they're going to do is, you know what, they're going to start planning. Okay? By December, I'm going to have ZM because pastor promised, let me use money. So let's say I'm giving them a raise of 20000 And they say, well, pastor promised uh, I'll get a raise. Remember, I said December. Okay? Pastor said he's going to give us 20000 by December. What they're going to do when they're planning their Christmas, whatever they want to do in, during the Christmas festive period, let's say before their salary was 40000 okay, or 20000 Now they have extra 20000 that I promised. What they're going to do is they're going to start planning and say, well, in December I'm going to have 40000 That means 20000 that they end normally and the 20000 are promised. They're going to plan their December with 40000 They can even tell their children, don't worry, in December we're going to have extra money. And they can plan. They can even order rice down. You know how women work. They can even go ahead and call people. Well, bring rice for me by December. I'm going to pay you. What's happening? You see, now this is where people miss it in faith. Listen very carefully. Don't miss this. Pay attention to this. This is where people miss it. All their actions will be uh, designed or they would let me put it this way, they would act based on the trust they have in me and they will go ahead and plan, even 
For some, I don't have that kind of staff. But for some staff that are very careless, they can even go and take a loan. And say, give me 20000 Say, when will you pay? I'll pay you in December. See, all their actions are based on the fact that I promised them something. Now, uh, when they leave my presence, listen carefully, when they leave my presence, they don't go like, well, I hope he pays us. Mm-hmm. If he comes, fine. If he doesn't come, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do. Now, they're going to act that way if they don't trust me. I hope they do, but if they trust me, they're not going to act that way. They're going to leave my office with Charlie like, yeah, we got it, 20%, December. Woo, I'm excited. I can buy more rice. I can buy more chicken. I can buy more stuff. That's the way we should approach the place of prayer. When we leave the place of prayer, we don't leave the place of prayer. We're like, mm, I don't know. I pray though. I don't understand. Sometimes God answers. Sometimes God does not answer. You know, most times we leave the place of prayer with the actions of doubt. This is good. This is good. We leave the place of prayer with the actions of doubt. Rather, we should leave the place of prayer with actions of faith. We leave the place of prayer with actions of it. It says, if you believe that you have received, it will be granted. Now, pay attention to this. This is where people miss it, where faith is concerned. I made the promise in September. The money is going to come in December. Between September and December, all they need to do is to wait. Because it was the promise is made in September is as good as a done deal. But the manifestation is in December. Okay, you get it? The manifestation is in December. So, what people, what people miss, when, why their faith don't work, between September to December, they would have maligned the boss, cursed the boss, God put up attitude, and all kinds of things. And that's what we do. We pray about something, and before it comes, we've uprooted it with our mouth. Oh God, I believe I'm going to have these resources. Mm, nobody ever gives me anything. Mm, life is hard. Mm, things are tough. And you, I mean, and you're like everything you're believing God for. You're speaking contrary to everything you're trusting God for. That's your speech is contrary to everything you're trusting God for. I'll tell you this. I got a hold of the message of faith. Got a hold of the Word of God, and made up my mind. I made up my mind that I was going to be victorious in this life. And I tell you, saints of God, I am victorious. I'm a brand plucked out of fire. I know no defeat. I cannot be sick. I cannot be broke. I cannot be put down. Will the circumstance of life come to attempt to do that to me? Oh, a thousand times years. But the greater one is on my inside. Oh, I tell you the truth, saints of God. I say it with all utmost humility I cannot be defeated oh no I cannot, I cannot I know what to do someone say hey pastor what about if this big problem comes what are you going to do you know what I'm going to do first thing I'll shut everybody out get the word of God find scriptures that get me out of that situation shut down communication Put the word of God in my lips. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Prophesy myself out of that situation. Man, I found myself in difficult places that I got out by the word of God. 
I found myself in parched places that prosperity flowed through me like a river. I found out I've been in places where it looks like there was no way, increase wasn't coming, and we spoke the word of God, we prophesied the word of God, I got tapes, got messages, got books, surrounded myself and built up my spirit until that situation went out of the way. There's no defeat for the man who knows how to work in faith. Not afraid. My future is bright. I'm not afraid. My ministry is growing. I'm not afraid. Doors of opportunity are opening to me. You know, many years ago, I read a book, Jesus the Open Door. Uh, uh, yeah, Jesus the Open Door. And, uh, I, and I, I spent time to meditate on that. I, I spent time to meditate on that. And it, there was a, such a reality in my heart. I never beg for invitations to go preach. I never stylishly try to get invitations. You know why? My faith was rooted in the fact that Jesus has the key. You see, when you know certain things by faith, you will not be perturbed. You will not be uh, harassed. You will not be in anxiety. Praise God. You will not try to hustle. You know, people they try to hustle your way to the top. <laughs> oh, the paths of the just shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. There is a master plan for your life already. If you stick with it, it will produce the victory. Glory to God. Let's get back to the word. And let me finish this. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I hope you're getting something from this. If you, if you are, say amen. Write amen. Share. Do something. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Go to verse 25. Whenever you stand praying... Glory to God. Forgive if you have anything against anyone. It says, whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your trespasses. You see, one of the biggest issues where faith is concerned is the issue of working in love. You see, unforgiveness puts a throttle on your faith. Unforgiveness, hatred, malice, hurt, bitterness, strife, hinders your faith. You know, but somebody say, well, pastor, it's okay, but you don't know what this person has done for me. Don't sue me. You don't know. If you wear my shoes, you would never forgive. And you know what I tell people? Whatever that person has done to you is in the past. What you're doing to yourself is now in the present and it will affect your future. Is it worth it? It's not worth it. There is no amount of heart that anyone has done that is what your faith producing. I'll tell you this. If the enemy has his way, he'll take you out. He's not a good devil. He's a bad one. He'll put sickness in your body. He'll put, he'll put all kinds of stuff in, in your body. He'll hurt you. He'll harm you. He'll, he'll shortchange resources from coming to you. You don't want to give the devil a weapon to fight against your own life. Walking in love, is it easy? We do it by faith. <laughs> we do it by faith. There are people that, oh, I cannot forgive this person. The Bible says we're rooted and grounded in the love of God. 
you allow the love of God to flourish in your heart. I'm not saying you don't have your boundaries. I'm not saying, well, you go out and you're still working with toxic people. You can put your boundaries. You can put, you know, but deep in your heart, you allow God to heal you of that heart. You allow God. He says, if you have anything against anyone, just as whosoever will have whatsoever, so if you have anything against anyone, you've got to let it go. As a minister of the gospel, I can tell you several times I've received help from people. You trust people. You invest in them. You bless them. You, you do everything you can. Sacrifice even time with your family and for us to be with them. And the next day, they say stuff about you that, I mean, they shouldn't say. But bitter and sweet water cannot flow out of the same stream. I keep my heart right. I forgive everyone that hurts me. And what do I do? I work in love. And if I realize that I've also hurt someone, I, I, I approach them, I apologize immediately, I should, and I go before the Lord, I ask for mercy, and I keep the love walk on, because the love walk is the foundation of productive faith. I believe, I, I say this, and I say, it, I believe that many people's faith do not produce because they walk in unforgiveness. They walk in unforgiveness. They are sold so many toxins, stuff, substance in their soul. There's no joy, there's no peace, there's no harmony, there's no love. And faith is not going to produce like that. It's not just a mechanical tool. Faith is a lifestyle. Look at this, Galatians 5 verse 9. Let me say something here. Galatians 5. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to show you something about the work of faith. How faith produces. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sorry, verse 6. Verse 6, yes. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor all circumcision means anything, but faith working through love. Faith working through love. Faith worked by love. Faith does not work on its own. It works by love. Love is the mechanism by which your faith rolls and grinds to the road of victory. So if you want to walk in absolute victory, then you need to work in love. You need to understand that unforgiveness hinders your faith. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said that if you are praying, if you are praying and you have ought against your brother, he says leave it. He says leave your gift. Leave your gift at the altar. He says go meet your brother and reconcile. You know many times... The reason we don't want to walk in love is it makes us look foolish. You mean your friends are going to tell you, after all that person did, after, oh my God, you're still, ah, you're a weak person. We want to appear strong to the world <laughs> and forsake the word of God. We want to appear macho to the world and walk in defeat. I'd rather appear weak to the world and walk in supernatural prosperity. I'd rather appear weak to the world and walk in health. I'd rather appear weak to the world and walk in victory than appear, than appear strong to the world and I'm walking in defeat. You, you don't want to stay in that zone, that place of defeat. You don't want to stay in the place where the favor of God cannot come to you. You don't want to stay in the, in the place where the blessing and, and the grace of God and the mercy of God and the increase of God cannot come upon your life. Praise God. I want to challenge you 
So take the principles of, of the things we're teaching right now, put them to work. They will produce absolute results in your life. Be patient with God. You see, one of the things I've, I've told people again, I mean, I'll just try to talk about that, is understanding not just the rule of faith, but the rule of patience. Understanding not just the rule of faith, but the rule of patience. This is what I mean. Faith will produce for you as you stay patient with the word of God. You see, faith is not a mechanical tool that you get it today, tomorrow you've gotten it. No, no. There are many things God wants to work in in your life to get the answers to you. It's like when a child uh, or lady is pregnant. You know, when the lady meets with a man, a seed is deposited. And for the first month, there might not be even any sign that the, the lady is pregnant. There are some women, they don't know they're pregnant until the third month. And then the third month, there begin to be signs. And then that lady has to make adjustments. Uh, sleeping adjustments, how she sleeps, and uh, the things she wears, okay, and what she eats. What, what, what adjustment is that lady making? What, what's, why is she doing that? The, the lady is doing that to be able to birth the baby. So that adjustment needs to be made. You see, we must understand that these things are not just plug A, B, and you have C. This is a lifestyle. So sometimes you're believing God for something, and then God begins to make certain adjustments in your life. We're talking about faith that works. Okay? God begins to make certain adjustments in your life. God begins to tell you to read. You know, uh, I'll, I'll come back to this. But, you know... Uh, Throughout last year, the Lord was speaking to me about preparation, preparation, preparation. I kept, you know, just like, I need to prepare, I need to prepare. And, and I was wondering, prepare for what? And, you know, I mean, I kept preparing, I kept doing this stuff, but I kept feeling, even if I finished a spiritual exercise, it felt I haven't done enough. I have to do it again. And I was just, and then, sometimes this month, uh, my, my spiritual father, my pastor, gave me something, said something to me that was going to happen next year. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it was like, whoa, I'm not ready for this. I'm not, I'm not as prepared as I think. You see that? So, all what the Lord was telling me last year, God was almost giving me two years to get myself ready for what's going to happen next year. It's the same thing with faith. When you pray and believe God for something, God will start giving you things in your spirit, wisdom in your spirit, adjustments in your spirit that you would... Um, you will pay attention to, and if you pay attention to that, what's going to happen is the Lord will begin to cause things, idea, concept, adjustment, words, phrases. The Lord will begin to give you phrases. And as you act on those, it will produce the result. You know, at the beginning of this year, the Lord gave me Acts chapter 16 and gave me a word from there and said, pray this over the ministry. And I began to pray that, I began to speak that, I began to pray that, I began to speak that. And this year alone, we've seen more response to the things we do. What's that? That's my faith in the spoken word of God, putting it in my lips, speaking it back to Him, and acting and having an exact result. Okay? So, faith begins where the will of God is known. So, you know the will of God, you act on the will of God, you speak the will of God, and then you make the adjustment necessary where the will of God is concerned. Praise God. You make the adjustment necessary where the will of God is concerned. And one of those adjustments is the adjustment of forgiveness. 
One of those important adjustments is the adjustment of forgiveness. You don't allow things to stay in your heart. You flush them out by the washing of water by the word. You read the word of God. You know, people might have done things that affected your self-esteem. You take God's word. You build up your self-esteem again. People might have not believed in you. People might have rejected you. You take the word of God. You get a hold of it. You carry on. You speak that. What are you doing? You're making adjustments so that your faith can produce. And let me tell you this. Don't only do this when you're trusting God for something. Let it become a lifestyle. It's something the Lord has been dealing with me about. Let it become a lifestyle. Let pra- the practice of faith, speaking the word of God, the practice of praying in tongues, the practice of, you know, um, today in our church, uh, my, my wife had the ladies' prayer meeting, and she said something that was so strong. It struck me so strong. She said, some of the things I'm living in today were prayers we prayed when we were youths. When we're not even married, we prayed concerning our marriage. We prayed concerning our children. And when she said that, it resonated deep down in my spirit. Because I remember in campus, on, on campus, we prayed concerning ministry. We took nations. We prayed concerning nations. We prayed that God will use us mightily. And, and, and today we find out that God is taking our words and taking them to nations and using them to bless life, to help homes, to help ministries. What are you doing today that will produce tomorrow? And uh, when people see us today and see people with their harvest today, they're like, oh, God is so faithful. You are lucky. No, they are not lucky. They planted the seed of God's word in their garden many years ago. And they are reaping the harvest right now. If you will do that today, you reap the harvest next year. Praise the name of the Lord. You reap the harvest in your future. This thing is work. Hey, come on. For your faith to work, you've got to work it. For your life to work, you've got to work it. For your ministry to work, you've got to work it. Don't accept failure. Don't accept defeat. Don't accept the story that, you know what, that's how it is, things are tough. These, no, 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 don't accept that. Say only what the Word of God says. Speak only what the Word of God speaks. Praise the name of the Lord. So, so then, faith works by love. So, your love work is important to your faith work. I'll repeat that again. Your love work is important to your faith work. That means a man whose faith must produce at the maximum must have his love work perfected. Praise God. Praise God. Are you getting something from this? Praise God. Are you getting something from this? Your love work. And what the enemy is going to do. Hey, 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 let me give you a secret. You know what the enemy is going to do? It's going to cause so much offense to come your way. Ooh, it's going to use everything in its power to distract you, to walk in hatred, to be bitter. You know, I was thinking of something. I was like, how many people want to work in faith and they don't have joy? How does it work? <laughs> and you say, oh, you know, it's because of the things that are happening. I, do, you, do you want all of us to tell you what's happening to us? Man, things are happening to us. But you know what? We cannot be defeated. We've locked our faith door. And we will, we, will, we will stay in this place until we get victory. There's no turning back. There's no, there's no turning back to defeat. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Alright, so there is the concept of the faith that works by love. There's a concept of the faith that works by love. I want to challenge you. By the Spirit of God and by the grace of God. Take a hold of this world. Take a hold of this word. Don't let this just be a, a message of a conference. Okay? Don't let it just become an event. Are you following me now? Don't let it just become an event. 
the, the, the messages have been made available to you free of charge. Take a hold of it. Take a hold of it. And, and, and keep speaking the word. Keep building the word. Keep, how do I put it? Make a decision to put the word of God in your mouth. Put the word of God in your heart. And go to Colossians. Let me show you something. Colossians. Let me show you something very quickly there. Thank you, Lord. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16. It says, Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. I'm using the New American Standard Bible. It says, Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. The word of Christ. Let the word of Christ dwell within you. Praise God. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. Put the word of Christ in you richly. It will cause your faith to work. You see, faith will work where the word of Christ is. Faith will work where the word of Christ is. It's important for you to understand that. Faith will work where the word of Christ is. Fill your heart with the word. Faith is not just going to work out of your head. It will work from your heart. And if faith is going to work from your heart, it will work in a heart that is full. Of the word. Praise the name of the Lord. I pray that the Lord would bless you. He will cause these words to saturate your heart. And I pray that you take a hold of this and you'll walk in victory. I'll pray for you right now. And if you're trusting God for healing or you're believing God for anything, well, let's put our faith together. Let's pray the prayer of agreement. We come in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We come and we agree as sons of God that our needs are met. Oh, Charlie has the That there is a supply of the Spirit for healing, supply of the Spirit for salvation, supply of the Spirit for breakthroughs where that is concerned in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, and thank you for tuning in tonight. And I pray that the Lord would bless you and increase you on all sides, and you will take a hold of this message and walk in absolute victory. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. We encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng. Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.